Welcome to the Uplock Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Backwards. Thanks for tuning in, people. Today we invited Reggie, and he's the founder and CEO of Gather Network. The Gather Network aims to change the way publishers monetize their online content without the use of ads. So let's find out how this all works. Good day, Reggie. How's life in Dubai? <laughs> it's pretty good, but um, weather's changing here. It's uh, not too hot anymore. It's becoming pretty pleasant. Um, thanks for having me on. It, it's a pleasure. Of course. Really looking forward, bud. Yeah, no, happy to have you. I mean, it's uh, raining cats and dogs here in Amsterdam, so I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah, I, I can't be jealous at your situation over there. Um, <laughs> sitting here in Europe, we're not getting that much of information on how the whole COVID thing is going on at, at your side. So how's life currently? Are there many restrictions? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, a couple of months ago, there was like... Um a full lockdown like what many places are going through now like with the permit system and stuff that happened like three months or two months ago okay and now it's it's, it's uh the exact opposite there's no lockdown but we're reaching all-time high in cases um in dubai specifically so it's, it's quite crazy uh you know a lot of people are getting covid and stuff so it's interesting to see if they're going to come out with another lockdown uh going forward but generally it's uh you know life moves on just take take precautions etc and wear a mask right <laughs> yeah yeah true story yeah because uh i think late 2019 there were still like a lot of crypto events happening in uh, in dubai and you know from my own perspective i can see the the vibrant crypto community uh that that that's here in in holland and and uh, and, and, and and the rest of europe um so how's the crypto community in Dubai? Um, it's fledgling from what I would say. Um, compared to the rest of the world, it's, it's, you, you can't really compare it to be um, honest, right? I know a lot of companies house um, entities here specifically, but uh -huh. as per a specific community, it, it must be very, very small because I'm not, I know a few people only that are involved in crypto here. Um, and that's outside my own, you know, people I, I grew up with, etc. cetera, uh, that yeah. I know aren't etc but majority i think uh, a lot of companies house entities here for um taxation purposes for regulatory etc that you, you're seeing a lot um considering that you know telegram also has their office here as well yeah yeah makes sense makes sense the getter platform uh you know if you just quickly browse on, on your website you can read uh that the platform allows publishers to monetize without ads i mean no one likes ads but can you tell me how you came up with the idea that, that led to the actual inception uh, of your company? For sure. <clears throat> I think I'll start with a little bit about my background. Um, so it provides, I guess, some context. Yes, please. <laughs> um, so I started my career in oil and gas, uh, managing about 250 people in North Iraq. Um, did that about for two years and then ISIS invaded. Um, I was working out of Dubai and then, you know, on and off in Iraq for, yeah, about two years. ISIS invaded at the end of it, so evacuated everyone. It was a mission and a half to do that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was really crazy. Um, some stories for off mic, but yeah. Um, so after evacuating everyone, I wanted nothing to do with oil and gas in my life ever again. Hmm. So <clears throat> I moved into advertising um, from oil and gas, joined a company called MSL Group. And I bounced around between um, different agencies. MSL Group is part of Publicist Group. Um, yeah, I, yeah I, I bounced around between different agencies. I had my first stint in entrepreneurship, 
um, which was a concierge that pivoted into a B2B logistics platform serving banks, supermarkets, et cetera. We provided the technology and the writers um, and connected different businesses for enabling uh, deliveries, third-party logistics, basically. And <clears throat> during this time, uh, or right after it, I was hired as a consultant initially for a publisher, a webcomic called Buckermax. Um, and what happened there was he never wanted to use ads to monetize. So during my research, I had, you know, come across something called CoinHive, which for those not aware is um, one of the first JavaScript Monero miners, right? Basically what it was is that you'd come to web, web mining. Yeah. Web mining basically. Yeah. Um, case in point, for example, is, is uh, Pirate Bay, right? So like you'd go to piratepay.com, they were using CoinHive and they would use your spare um, computing power to mine Monero. Initially, Pirate, Pirate, Pirate Bay didn't tell anyone, um, but yeah. then after they got some backlash, from, yeah, that's really sketchy. Um, after they got some backlash, they told people about it. And at that time, they were earning some decent money as well. Uh, they were earning about 10000 or $15,000 per month, which is not bad, you know, considering you're in a relatively illegal well, site. Definitely, especially if you, if you take the whole speculation side into consideration. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's what gave birth to the initial concept of Gather. Um, so the co-founder at that year had, um, Farouk, he had left KPMG uh, to become a full-time trader. Uh -huh. um, so I spoke to him about it and um, the former founder, he's a programmatic media buyer, um, which is uh, it, programmatic ads basically, right? So we got the founding team together, we raised a small seed round, and our objective at that point was to build an MVP that was a simple multi-miner, right? Coming from, like, we had people from the advertising background, media uh, background, we knew that what major publishers would want and what they would not want. Like, we saw CoinHive, and we knew that, okay, you're not gonna get, like, someone like Reddit or 9gag or major news sites using this right now because it's just not acceptable in its current, you know, in, yeah. in its current. So Gather version one was built as an MVP, which was, okay, it's mining the most profitable cryptocurrency via web mining, right? Um, it had fiat, it needed to have fiat payouts. It needed to have KYC and AML. Um, and it's still other features that we, we would know that make, would make it easier for publishers to uh, adopt as mainline publishers as well. So we went and built a version one MVP um, in 2018 and then onboarded a bunch of users as well and demoed in Rise Hong Kong in that year. Um, and that was version one and what gather is today is very, is slightly different. I would say. <laughs> yeah. I mean that that's what I see with a lot of, you know, crypto startups or, or FinTech startups that they will start out with a original idea and then they just branch out. But your core idea, it, it makes so much sense yeah? because no one likes, likes ads as I told, told you before, and especially if they are annoying. But at, at the same time, you know, this whole impulse-driven consumer society cannot operate without them. I mean, we yeah. have a hate-love relationship with advertisers. So what I was thinking, uh, how, how big of a challenge is it to convince publishers to switch? I mean, I can uh, understand they must be afraid of, of you know, losing, uh, losing income uh, and, and revenue streams. For sure. So I think it's a, it's a, uh, there's two answers or two aspects to that question. One is when you look at the small to medium tier publishers, um, and especially for, from um, a geographical perspective, we're talking about like, um, let's say China, India, Africa, right? Or even South America to some extent, 
it's yeah. a very easy to convince these publishers because um, if you look at how advertising pays like Google or etc they pay you based on where your audience is right so generally speaking the payout rates for audiences from Africa from India from China and even South America are very very low compared to let's say North America or Europe or uh, even certain parts of Central Asia if you will mm -hmm. so for for um, publishers from these regions which are small to medium tier when I say medium up to a million uh, sessions per month uh, it's relatively easy um, yeah. because and this comes to the second part of the question is that you can run gather alongside ads or you can replace it completely right yeah. so I you can you can double up your income or just replace and the third way you know is also that you can run ads to a certain extent, depending on how long your visitor stays. If your average duration is higher, it'll show ads. Um, this is an inquiry we had recently. It'll show ads to a certain extent and then switch over to gather because the longer someone stays on a website, the longer they're engaging with your content, yeah. um, the more profitable it is, basically. So you could also reward your loyal visitors. You know, if someone visits your, your website like every day, like for instance, if you have a exchange or something or... A, a news website um, yes and you and you have like a loyal customer who spends maybe 30 minutes or maybe even an hour or more per day on your website um, you don't want to annoy this this person with, with ads but you still have the means to to monetize his his time spent on your platform so that's yeah that's a great solution you mentioned about rewarding them. There's, there's a feature within Gather itself. It's called a loyalty program um, where you can uh, opt to share a certain percent of your earnings with your uh, end users at the end of the day in different forms of cryptocurrency, right? So um, that's up to uh, you know publisher what they would want to share, but it's various options. Right now we support both Bitcoin, Gather, um, Decenter, Ferrum, Chromia, and Crypto Locally Give. Okay, so, so that's the other side of it. You can also reward actual users besides having no ads is also a reward on itself in my <laughs> yeah no? yeah so. for sure but uh, just further incentivization right yeah very true very true hey as you mentioned before uh you have a work on product since 2018 that's one thing mm -hmm. i really like about gather um and I, in my opinion after you you know release your product you op operated in somewhat uh, of a stealth mode. But recently, in September, uh, you guys decided to, to raise funds. Yep. Why now? Well, so the idea was in 2018 was to take the product we had, the MVP, right? And um, go and do an ICO at the end of 2018 and raise additional funds to build out the full suite, full product range, not just mm -hmm. what the MVP was at that point. Yep. But the bear market... So it wasn't a good time to hit, uh, raise funds. So we just, we funded with life savings about like 200 or so thousand. And we went into 2019 and just kept building, kept, you know, we hired additional people, et cetera. Um, and that's when the pivots came about for gather about building the, um, changing some of the direction about how we were building the product itself. And, uh, it was just a matter of really good timing. And then we had so much going for us at that point because, I think in 2020 or 2019, we acquired um, some pretty big names to come, come aboard the platform when it went, when the whole, um, you know, mainnet goes live. Like, for example, we had Goldridge Group, which is a $4 billion uh, enterprise or 4 or $5 billion wow. enterprise based out of India. 
Then we have the Daily Pioneer, which is India's old, oldest website. So Daily Pioneer would use Gather to Monetize, for example. And Goldridge Group, part of what Gather is doing now is that we also provide, um, you know, cloud computing, uh, an alternative form of cloud computing uh, for considerably cheaper compared to like, let's say, AWS or GC, etc. Um, so that's what Goldridge would do. They would be buying, uh, you know, a, a lot of cloud computing services or processing power and storage from us. Uh, so we, you know, we, we had a lot of this traction going forward, more websites were signing up, uh, which currently leads to a go live revenue, um, main net go live revenue of 350,000 or so dollars, uh, awesome. per month. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, that, 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 that gives you a proper runway to, to, to expand the platform and, and, and branch out with, with new products and utilities. Um, and if you look back at 2018, I mean, it, it's only been two years, but a lot of stuff uh, uh, has happened uh, in the meantime, especially if you look at the whole uh, discussion around big tech companies, um, uh, you know, documentaries coming out about, you know, the, the social experiment and, and all yeah. those discussions that are going on. And there's a lot of, lot more awareness for, for end users that, that, you know, they have became they have become the actual product. Um, so this also taps into that uh, uh, whole sentiment, I guess, like, you know, um, making people aware of how they are being used. Use. Quote, yeah. So th that's something really interesting moving forward, how, how this discussion will evolve. It's, it's extremely interesting because <clears throat> I, I think a core ethos personally for me is that Privacy is a fundamental right and not a privilege, right? Whereas in today's day and age, any company, website, majority of them are using your data without consent, with consent, or shady yeah. consent, if you will, and just going and reselling it on, right? You have mm -hmm. providers out there that are trying to make this look a little more legitimate by putting the power back in your hands and stuff. But um, when you have people like us who are trying to change the paradigm of how websites monetize by moving away from data collection model and advertising and processing power, um, how companies and brands connect um, will be an interesting facet as well. Uh, it's not getting better. <laughs> the whole, you know, data privacy, data breaches, data collection, it's just getting worse and worse and worse yeah. uh, going forward. I mean, you, you saw what happened with Cambridge Analytica, uh, mm. I think, what, a few years ago. Elections are coming out, uh, what, in, in, in a couple of weeks at the time of recording this. Um, and who knows what's going to be unearthed at that, you know, post elections because as yeah. we've seen, something always happens. Next uh, week post, already. Yeah. 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 Next week. Crap. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting time. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, but, but, uh, tapping in on the shadiness that uh, you were mentioning earlier, uh, that Pirate Bay was secretly using uh, the, the GPU power of their visitors to mine Monero. Um, mm -hmm. but, it, but if you look at, for instance, uh, a news website that uses uh, Gather, how uh, will I know that uh, the website is using Gather to monetize my visit? Sure. So there's an opt-in loop, opt-out loop, and terms and conditions mm -hmm. loop. So basically, if the publisher or the news website wants zero customization, right? When you land on the website, you're going to see a very small disclaimer that looks like cookies. You can either uh -huh. click yes or no, and, and that's it. Okay. Um, if you click yes, then your processing power is used. If you talk about the opt-out loop, 
your processing power is being used when you land on the site, you'll see the disclaimer, and if you click no, then it won't be used. Terms and conditions are specific for applications only um, because we also monetize apps. So when you first agree to terms and conditions, you're going to see it mentioned in, in the terms and conditions itself where they have the other, you know, other risk disclaimers, et cetera, or other things they may mention. Uh, okay. For example, we're working with some exchanges right now, which I can't name yet, <laughs> but when they come okay. out. That's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like to, to monetize them specifically um, and with the loyalty program as well. So for example, yeah. let's say you're sitting and trading all day on an exchange, right? You can exchange, you can earn that exchange's native uh, token for sitting on, on that exchange and trading basically. So for example, with them, um, you know, when you open that exchange, you're going to see a risk, the risk disclaimer. And then at the oh. bottom of it, you'll see, uh, uh, you know, this exchange is using um, gathered to monetize as well. Yeah, a centralized it, exchange. It, it opens yeah. a whole new uh, yeah, a range of possibilities for exchanges or, or other platforms to compete with each other because we are all fighting or, or they are all fighting for the same customer. So you have to, you know, give people an extra reason to consume the news or make the trades on on your exchange or your website. Uh, so it's going to be a really interesting uh, yeah, battle to uh, to witness how how this product is going to be utilized. Um, yep. Great to 100%. see. Hey, so the uh, GTH token, uh, I can understand why it, it, it's necessary for the publisher to, to to hold those tokens, to use those tokens, to be part of the Gather e ecosystem. Um, but a lot of people who are listening to this podcast are, you know, the average crypto investor who likes to invest in, in, in Bitcoin, altcoins, uh, especially if the product's also uh, interesting and, and cutting edge. But what are the main benefits, uh, albeit in the future, of, of holding GTH tokens besides the speculative side of things? So I think one of the biggest aspects for like a normal um, user, someone who's not either, you know, involved in the product directly um, is that you can take your tokens and you can either stake and help secure the network or you can run a masternode and the reward for masternodes are mm -hmm. quite lucrative going forward. Yeah. They're very lucrative um, specifically because the masternode network within gather provides a lot of the processing power and storage needed to, uh, uh, facilitate the cloud computing network. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So the rewards for masternodes are, are quite, quite uh, heavy. Um, I can give you the exact split. 22% 22, 22, uh, of um, all block rewards go to masternodes. Ah, okay. That's indeed pretty steep. Okay, I didn't know that. Going forward, we do have the foundation as well um, that'll be built out. So, you know, holding gather itself, it does give you a chance to take part in, um, you know, how the foundation works so that it provides governance at the end of the day. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that's one, one major aspect and gather as a token is, is as well as uses a settlement layer throughout the whole network. So when publishers are paid out, when people are buying uh, compute services or processing power from gather, it's being settled in gather, no matter if they're paying USD or other cryptocurrencies at the end, it's being settled on gather on uh -huh. uh, centralized exchanges or Uniswap as well. So, uh, as long as the Gather network grows or the participants or the amount of publishers making use of your tech, uh, the value would also increase over time. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I, I can't directly answer that, but... Um, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's just my speculation. You know, I mean, that's... 
it makes sense that when a when a product gets adopted uh, when the native token is is being uh, more in 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 demand by the uh, by both both users it it, it could have a, a positive impact um, but you also mentioned you partnered up with other crypto companies uh, I saw a yep. announcement of, of dia uh, chromia really like what those guys are doing and and Ferrum network uh, I use them a lot for for staking purposes um, how do these partnerships benefit the ecosystem you have built for sure so um, I'll talk about uh... DI first. Um, one of them is with DIA, it's or DIA is um, we need an Oracle network. Um, yeah. And with them, they're providing a price feed within the gather uh, application, when, you know, going forward um, from the exchanges. That's just one of them. And there's a more uh, robust, uh, not robust, but a more intricate use case we're exploring with them, which will take more time, which is more on the enterprise side, which we don't know if it's possible based on Oracles, but we need something. Um, it revolves around firewalls specifically and then seeing if uh, DI, DI's oracles can help us with that for the enterprise uh, side going forward. For Chromia, Chromia has been added as a payout method within Gather. So publishers can choose. So you have to understand one thing that a lot of these people who are coming to Gather or using Gather online, um, what it's called, uh, to monetize, they're usually first-time crypto uh, users. They, they, they're not... Um, people who, have, who are traders, speculators, or are in the cryptocurrency world because that's the easiest, it's, it's the lowest hanging fruit for us to acquire publishers from there, right? Yeah, Only so recently, now, now you are referring to the people who, who visit, for instance, the, the news websites. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, because it's the lowest hanging fruit for us, right? It, like if we put an ad out somewhere or we use some kind of referral advertising, whatever it may be, <laughs> even though we're trying to break that system, it's easy for us to acquire users, extremely easy. But majority of these are never cryptocurrency uh, um, based. Recently, we have been trying to acquire some crypto companies to work with. So like, for example, the partnerships. But yeah, coming back to it, Chromia was added as a payout method within Gather. Um, and basically when a publisher wants to cash out, right? They can either do it in fiat, Bitcoin, Gather, or for example, Chromia, right? They, they can pay, pay out, uh, get paid out in that. And then the other part is that Chromia has dApps, right? Yeah, yeah. So one of the, uh, the other part of the partnership is that um, Chromia will offer Gather as a monetization method to their dApp developers. So if you zoom out and combine, let's say these two features so that Chromia is now added as a payout method within Gather, and we have the loyalty program. So I, as a dApp developer who's deployed on Chromia, A, can earn revenue from the get-go, right? It's optional. But B, I can reward my users for spending time on my dApp that's deployed on Chromia. I can reward them with Chromia tokens specifically because it's, pay it's uh, um, a payout method within Gather itself. Mm -hmm. And um, because of the loyalty program. So that just gives Chromia a competitive advantage that, hey, come deploy in our chain because A, you can monetize easily. Yeah. B, you can reward your users in our token. So, but um, also, it, it also uh, gives more reason for developers to create even more engaging uh, dApps. Yes, that's true. For not, not clickbait based stuff, but actual stuff that's engaging uh, content or, or uh, whatever it may be is engaging your users. Ah, yeah, okay, I agree. Okay. 
Hey, and uh, the Ferrum Network, you also teamed up with those guys. Um, yep. I assume that has something to do with uh, their staking mechanisms. Yep, so we've teamed up with them for staking, um, and they're going to be monetize, using Gather to monetize their staking pages going forward and websites and applications. Uh, and there's another deeper aspect of partnership that's not been announced yet um, that we're working on with them. Um, and then we also powered with Decenter uh, recently and Crypto Locally, oh, yeah. so I'll just touch on, yeah, touch on those. So Decenter is building a decent, decentralized browser. So Gather will be one of the layers that will be used to monetize and help increase the value of their PDV within um, uh, personal data value within the Decenter ecosystem itself. Uh, so it's, it's a monetization tool within the browser, so, which is quite powerful. And then Decenter was also added as a payout method within Gather Online. Um, crypto locally is a P2B uh, basic, you know, uh, DEX, if you will, or exchange, just like, mm -hmm. uh, what, what was that uh, popular one? I'm forgetting the name. Uh, local Bitcoin, just like that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's just like that. So crypto locally will be using Gather Online to monetize. Um, and we've added Give, uh, their native token, in, as a payout method within Gather as well. Um, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I can uh, especially imagine for uh, a, a project or company like uh, Decenter that it really adds value to their own proposition uh, to offer a, you know, more uh, uh, robust solution. Uh, and at the same time, it, it also en enables you to, um, yeah, get, get, get more users. Um, so that's awesome. Yep. Hey, in regards to the near future, um besides all the ndas you were talking about with with exchanges going to use gather what lies ahead for you and your team are there any exciting events coming up so i can break this into near and medium term maybe touch a little bit in long term near term um i don't know if this will be out by then but uh the liquidity uh program will be going live within a couple of days at max at maximum Two, we have the UI demo that's going on with a bunch of partner websites, mainly crypto websites that'll be testing um, the, the UI where they can log into the admin panel, see what's going on. And the you know disclaimer will serve on their websites. That's happening in a couple of days as well. Um, that's for near-term catalysts and partnerships as usual, new clients. Um, we're working on some blue chip clients right now. Oh, sorry, that's uh, Alexa, apologies. <laughs> well, it's uh, 2020, no, no need to apologize these things happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, oops, let her just finish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have their own will nowadays. <laughs> they do, they do. <laughs> Second, um, for, for the medium term, uh, it's we're looking to acquire our first foundation uh, board member, which we've been in talks for a very long time to, to emphasize um, all foundation board members, not all, sorry, uh, rather certain external foundation board members have to buy in 250,000 worth of gather okay. and those unlock from the foundations, but those, those tokens they buy in are locked for the tenure of their term on the foundation. So let's say this person has a tenure of one year on the foundation. Those tokens that they purchase are locked for that amount. That amount oh, that's of time, some so proper uh, dedication. I like that. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's for the medium term long term um yeah so acquiring some more blue chip customers because of the product like this where you're trying to change a paradigm um it, it, i think it's very important and we're specifically talking about on the monetization front like large clients there 
Um, and then just getting the test that out. I think that'll be the biggest, um, biggest one, biggest thing for us. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I, your product uh, lends it uh, uh, so well for uh, word of mouth uh, recommendations, you know, between publishers or, or agencies that are behind the, the publishers. So I think at one point, you know, we can see this whole snowball effect of, of, of people uh, using your tech. So it's going to be an exciting uh, year ahead, I guess. Um, 100%. Before we wrap up this conversation, Reggie, uh, is there anything you want to add or uh, share with my listeners? Um, I think I've done this a little bit before, but just um, more of a spiel. I might have mentioned this a little bit earlier is that it's 2020. The world is um, changing really fast. Uh, new models need to be adopted. And privacy is a right, not a privilege. Data collection is not getting better. Um, it's not going to stop unless you as a user make a change and want something different or want better methods. I think that's a good note to end off on. <laughs> cool. Well said. Well. Thank you very much, Reggie, for uh, coming on today. Um, looking forward to all the developments that, that, that are going on uh, at Getter. And we might speak soon in the future. Awesome. Thank you for having me, bud. Okay, man. Have a great day. And stay safe there over in Dubai. <laughs> you too, man. You too. <laughs>